so many people have been have been ripped off in the health arena. They've hired a personal trainer and they end up injured. They've hired a health coach and they find out that the health coach didn't have good intentions or whatever it is. But I would encourage you when you're going to seek a practitioner or a health coach or a doctor, whatever it is, tap into your intuition. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to your Badass Journey podcast. Today on the show, I have Terry Lynn Drieger. If you're someone that is struggling with your health or feeling like carrying around pain and discomfort, especially when it comes to your body, how you digest things, truly, it's worth looking into finding the best health practitioner to help you fix it. But imagine if you end up going for the help and getting stressed out about the fact that they cannot figure out what is going on with you. And it takes eight years, like mainly to figure out, is it autoimmune, which is coming up all over the place, right? Like a lot of us are dealing with autoimmune issues these days that are unexplainable and also feel like, well, generally when it's an autoimmune, it's irreversible. But there are methods at which you can heal your body um, to still feel optimal. And it can only happen with finding the right help and assistance. Terry Lynn is a certified holistic health coach, life coach, health practitioner. Truly, she is driven by helping others heal not only from a nutritional standpoint, but mind and body connected as well. And I surprised her in today's conversation by sharing that I've also been become a certified holistic health coach. I did it back in 2010, which was funny because she didn't know that about me, but mainly wanting to really bring her onto the show to help you realize and get clear on when something doesn't feel quite right, making sure you find the help to heal uh, and the support you need in order to function, but truly also listen to what your body's telling you in order to find the care that makes sense for your body. You can find Terry Lynn on Instagram, hanging out mainly, and that's how she and I communicate a lot too. But truly, I think you'll be inspired by today's story and want to connect with her and learn how best to you know, be stress-free live a holistic, healthy life, and drive your health story forward in a way that you haven't done before. I hope you appreciate today's conversation. And of course, please subscribe and post your review so we can definitely keep these conversations coming. And most of all, make sure you listen for the giveaways that Terry Lynn has so that you can get started on your health journey with ease and check the show notes for the links. Enjoy this conversation. Welcome, everybody, to your Badass Journey podcast. Today's guest is Terry Lynn. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I can't even like 
tell you how excited I am because every time we get together, our energy just like exudes through yes. whatever medium we're communicating, whether it's Instagram stories, whether it's <laughs> you know through video, and of course, through this conversation. And I'm so excited to share you with my listeners because your journey is something of such impact, especially when it comes to the health and wellness field, but also your entrepreneurial stance and how you build businesses and you know make sure that you are valued for the work that you do. And before we get into what you're doing today, I would love for you to share your badass journey to date. And you can go back however far you'd like to help our listeners understand what you went through in order to achieve the life and business you currently have right now. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up in a very conservative uh, religious setting, actually. And so I really grew up without going into a ton of detail, but females were not very highly valued. And so I'm a bit of a Spitfire woman. And so I wasn't extremely accepted in my hometown. And so that really, I think, shows a platform for everything I do. But then moving forward, when I was 21, I was in university in Kansas City and I had some funky things going on with my body, like a bit of a rash here. I have no energy. You know, when you're just like, okay, I need to go see my doctor. So I came home over Christmas break. So I live in Canada. So came home from Canada had a doctor's appointment. I went to see my doctor and she looked at me straight in the eyes and said, you are not returning to university in the States. Something is seriously wrong with your body and we need to go and get you in to see specialists immediately. Mm-hmm. So to share a bit of a backstory there, my oldest brother, actually, he passed away from a very unknown illness. And so when they saw all of these suspicious things happening in my body... Looking back, it makes sense that she freaked out, but she so freaked me out. I was 21 years old and I was at her her office all by myself. And so I was driving oh. home, just bawling, being like, oh my gosh, am I going to die? Of like, course. Yeah. How scary. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what we're all doing when we're 21 and suddenly you're slapped in the face with like, this might be it for me. And so it was a really scary time for me. So uh, my parents drove me from specialist to specialist to specialist. No one could figure out what was going on, which is exactly what happened with my brother before he passed away. So we're all getting more and more anxious, more and more concerned. Finally, they refer me to the Mayo Clinic in the States. So it's a a very exclusive clinic where they tend to diagnose things that nobody else can figure out. And so I lived down there for just over a month, went through a billion tests. It felt like it was, it felt like the longest days on earth because you just don't even know what's happening. And at the end, I got diagnosed with just a laundry list of illnesses. They figured everything out. So as hard as it was to sit there and hear everything that was wrong with my body, it was also relieving knowing that we did know what was wrong with my body. But I had to change everything. So what they did was they had me on synthetic, so that that's um, not natural medication for a year. But their whole goal was that through my lifestyle... I could I could come to a place where I could thrive with my illnesses and diseases. And so so I had to change everything. I had to lose over 50 pounds. I had to get rid of all the toxic chemicals in my skincare, my makeup, my cleaning products. Um, I had to stop living off macaroni and cheese, which is what every 21-year-old university student does, right? So it was a complete 
lifestyle makeover at such a young age. And it was exhausting. Like when I hear of people who are like, I made such a healthy change in my life and it was so amazing and so easy. I always tend to just roll my eyes because I have to admit that year after the Mayo Clinic was probably the hardest year of my life. Learning to cook without dairy and gluten was really, really hard. And when you are sleeping 20 hours a day because you're so sick, to get up to go for a run because you need to lose 50 pounds is ridiculously exhausting. So that year was so hard, but I came to the end of that year and I completely transformed my life. I was actually... I had energy. I had lost over 50 pounds. I had learned to cook. I had replaced all my products in my life with these healthy products. I was a completely different woman. And I knew that I didn't want to go back to school. I was actually a dancer and I I didn't want to go back to school as a dancer. I wanted to help people with their health. And so what I did was I flew to a neighboring province. I uh, studied and became... Back then, it was a little more aggressive to become a certified health coach. I studied for six months there. I came back to Winnipeg. I got hired at the top clinic in Winnipeg. And there I worked with hundreds of people, helping them transform their lives. And, and back then, working as a health coach, it became so evident to me how my clients were getting phenomenal results compared to the health coach who was working in the office next to me. And the difference was that I was diving into their life. Like, why are we here? Why did you gain all this weight? Why do you have this illness? Really diving into self-care, lifestyle. Did you go through childhood trauma? And so when I knew I wanted to start my own practice, I went back to school. I became a certified life coach. I actually got registered, which in Canada is a, is a big deal. So I got registered as a holistic practitioner and I started my own practice. And I, I live to help women who are sick from maybe they're struggling with cancer right now to that they simply don't have energy or they need to lose weight. And I help them come into their fullest potential, even with their illnesses and, and diseases. So that's, that's an overhaul of who I am and what I do. That's it. It's amazing because there's so many... We have a, a few parallels in there that you might not even know about. But what I love is that first you actually followed through even though how how hard it was that first year because it sounds like there was just... Did you get to a point where it was just like desperation? Like just wanting to be on the other side of the unknown? Absolutely. And my doctors were very clear with me that as much as they had not figured out what was wrong with my brother, they knew what was wrong with me. And I remember one of my specialists looking me in the face and explained, if you decide to clean your window with Windex in the morning, and then later that evening, you decide to have just regular cheesecake. And in the middle of the day, you decide to go and work a crazy stressful job where cortisol is high. Like I will not see you back here in a year. Mm. And that was terrifying to me. I was 21 and the chance that I might not live to be 22 because I used Windex and ate a bunch of cheesecake. Like that really, that line hit me in the face. And every time I feel like having a lot of cheesecake, I will remember <laughs> that in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> and there, have you figured out holistic ways to make cheesecake? Oh, that you, can you know I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys have to follow her on Instagram and get access to all her recipes, we'll we'll sh- we'll share how you get access to it. But it's pretty amazing what 
what what happens in the kitchen, <laughs> Terry Lynn. Uh, so in that journey, in that moment of realizing like there needed to be a detoxification, there there needed to be a support system around you to do it. Do you find that going through that also makes you connect closer and deeper with your clients because you've been where they potentially are right now or you know tell me a little bit about how that built a deeper connection in your practice. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And and not only because I have been where they are, because I live it still every single day. Like every day I have to wake up and make a choice. Do I surrender to my illness today and do things that are going to make me so unbelievably sick? And that I might not be around in five years, or do I want to live a life that I could actually thrive today? I might not be completely free of pain and I might not have as much energy as the girl next to me, but majority of people who meet me today have no idea the diseases and illnesses that I struggle with. And so working with clients, I just have such an unbelievable connection because it is so rare that they are going through something that I can't relate to because I've been through it. At, at such a dynamic level just over five years ago. And then, and then again, today, I'm living, breathing what they need to do in order to tap into the potential that they have, no matter what their struggle is. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like, it's in order to live the thriving life and our bodies go through these cycles, you know, where you know, for a good sprint of time, we might be feeling amazing. And then something hits from the inside out, whether it's a stressful issue, whether it's a um, a lifestyle change. Sometimes for me, it was the environment I was living in. I didn't realize it was toxic for me. Like my San Francisco years, I actually found, a, you know, and I was miserable there in that it just, I just could never feel myself. I was very low energy. And that's where my holistic research started in my 20s as well. And I found out after going to an applied kinesiologist and she would do like laser acupuncture on me, et cetera. Um, and California is great because you get access to like all sorts of practitioners. At the time, she tested me. She muscle tested me for fog. And I had no idea that I actually could be allergic to fog. She's like, yeah, it's airborne mold, Karine, and you're highly sensitive to mold. And the reason why you don't have... Because the area I was living in of the Bay Area had the most dense fog <laughs> of the area at that time. And no wonder I couldn't get my energy back. And you just... You don't know that the factors around you, what you put in your body, all those things could be causing that dysfunction. Obviously, you have illnesses and um, are they autoimmunes too that you're dealing with? Yes. Yeah. And I, Karina, I didn't even know this about you. That is so interesting. And yeah. crazy how much our environment can affect our health. Even as you know, me and my husband, we just actually moved away from a tiny town where... Needless to say, the energy there was not serving my health at all. And when I look at my logs from the past year while we lived there, my health struggled so much more compared to when I'm in a supportive environment for who I am and who I want to be. And so often we think that it is just illness or just disease that does make us sick. But our environment can be just as, if not more important to focus on when when we want to be a healthy, thriving individual. Yeah. I mean, because I had gone through... She put me through like candida 
you know, detox. I had done all the muscle testing on the top 10 elements that most of us have intolerance or allergies to. Yeah. I did elimination diet, like I all the things. And I I still my energy was so zapped. And and so then she the way she tested me, and this is what's hilarious. Terry Lynn is that like the way she tested me to see if I was allergic to fog was, and I'll never forget this. She made me hold in one hand because you're familiar obviously with muscle testing, right? So for those of you who don't know what muscle testing is, you can look it up, but it's basically, you can hold an element of some sort on your body, on your person, and a practitioner can muscle test you or you can learn how to muscle test yourself to whether or not it's meant for you, your body will respond to it or not. And so there are many methods to do it, but I love muscle testing. I do it with my supplements all the time. So she she put a hot mug of water in one hand and oh, then smart. and then she put an ice pack like so I was holding a, a I was holding a hot water on my right hand and then she put like an ice pack on my left ankle and what and my whole body convulsed like with the with the reaction to it she was just like yeah this is the closest simulation i can create of what like fog is to your body <laughs> oh and my literally God. my right leg like shot up wanted to like <gasps> kick her <laughs> and like my whole body just like freaked out but it was like such an eye opener i was like oh my god i'm fucking allergic to fog like i need to get the hell out of here and so I literally ended up moving back to the East Coast at that time. I've moved across the country like 13 times. I've shared that before <laughs> too, but I'm a crazy person and that's okay. The the coming back to an environment that I knew, I wouldn't say that like still my body thrives as well here on the East Coast now that I, I mean I'm back the 13th time or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> but I find that I did find it better than the Bay Area at that time for me. You know, That's and so interesting. How yeah. long did it take you before you felt like the fog was almost out of your system? I, you know, I, I would say that I immediately felt better, like a notch or two up coming to back to the East Coast because my I was raised out here, and I think yeah. my body was used to the climate, the temperature change, the allergens in the air. But what I'll tell you is, my body thrives the best in the dryness of Colorado. And that's and that's why I kept going back to Colorado because I actually feel my healthiest there with the sun shining 300 days a year and the dryness. My body cannot stand humidity. And so this is my first summer like now back on the East Coast. And I'm already seeing not so great things that I have yeah. to go work out and find my remedies for to sustain the summer here and and try to... You really just stay connected to my thriving side. So, you know, anytime I move, because you just went through a move yourself, mm-hmm. I would say my cortisol goes up and I ignore it because it's like, we just have to get through the move, you know? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> and, know. Then I, and then I end up gaining weight because yeah. of the stress, because mm-hmm. cortisol and stress management has always been my number one culprit for weight. Yeah. And then I also want to lean into the carbs and the sugars for like some happiness, you know? So I'm on the other side of that. Like it's almost a year now that we've moved to this new space. And I have to reset though in my new environment, you know? So if people are listening and they feel like there's something I'm still uncomfortable about in my body or I still have these reactions that I actually should figure out and work with someone on, tell us a little bit about 
how you engage with your clients, like what methods do you use? What tell us a little bit more about your practice so that if those listening are having discomfort, like I just described for myself, how would we get the help by working with you? Yeah. So I think starting always knowing that everyone, like all of you are so innately brilliant. Like when we are children, we are often, we often are taught to stop trusting ourselves really early on. Like for an example, there have been phenomenal studies done on how when kids often, I talk to moms who are, who are concerned about their kids not eating or their kids are eating too much and how more often than not, when we see a child not eating, it's actually because they're about to go through a shift in their body. Or when they're eating a lot, we know that within several weeks, they're actually going through a major growth spurt. So like as babies already, we are so smart. Our bodies are so brilliant, but we are taught so early on to not trust ourselves, right? You're not eating at dinner and your mom forces you to eat. And all of the moms out there, I, I know why you do this. It totally makes sense. But but we we right away learn to not trust ourselves. Or if we see dad complaining about broccoli, but then it comes dinner time and you're forced to eat broccoli, but now your subconscious is saying, but no, broccoli is bad because dad's not eating it. We get so confused so early on within our bodies and what our bodies are trying to tell us. And so my whole practice is around getting you to trust yourself again, trust your intuition, trust what your body is telling you. Trust like when you, for example, Kareem, were living in San Fran and, and you were not thriving, that trust that something's actually off, that you're not just going crazy, right? So I'm all about teaching clients again to trust themselves and not be reliant on me. I always say that I, I ask my clients questions so that they answer them themselves, I more often than not do not want to give the answer because it's all about you working with me, learning to trust yourself again. So then when you're out there in the real world and you don't have me anymore, it's not about me. It's not that I saved your health or I made this massive change in your life. You did it. You listened to yourself. You listened to your intuition. And you can do that at any time of the day, no matter where in the world you are, no matter how many resources or lack of resources you have. Yeah, you know, the mind body connection is so vital to overcome any ailment or kind of disconnect, yes. right? Because when it's not connected, it, 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 then you're basically doing behavioral things potentially or making certain decisions that don't allow your body to thrive. And even with, you know, a, a crippling illness or some sort of, uh, pass through virus, or you know, there's there's so many ways to challenge it when yeah. your mind is right. Absolutely, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Because I find that when you know, in my journey with my health, yeah, I also I became um, a holistic health uh, coach in um, 2010 because I was so over not being able to figure it out for myself. So I wanted I did to like not know that. I know, surprise! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Surprise, girl. I got some skills too. (laughs) But I did it because I wanted not only... I didn't want... I was on the getting over like the hard hard parts, right? Like the 
the learnings of when I did go more natural, when I stopped eating processed, when I lowered like sugar intake, when I went vegetarian, when I stopped doing dairy, like I did a food intolerance test. Like because I was trying to fix me, I I wanted to learn as much as I could in order to assist others to never have to go down that path or or to realize that there's another way. And with food intolerances was my big thing too. But I when I did my first, you know, food panel of intolerances, literally the high red severe intolerances was what I was eating every single freaking day. But I didn't know because they were so-called healthy, right? But they weren't uh, able to digest or break down in my body the way that you know you think for a thriving system. And as soon as I shifted that, and I learned through my nutrition that I could actually shift my energy, I was so hooked on figuring out, you know, how else? How else can I do this? How else, and who can I help so that because I know I'm not the only one out there suffering. So I love that this is your your work and you found alignment for yourself and your calling to help so many people you know, just get better and then move into the thriving life. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I had no idea that you became a holistic health coach. I just... I love this so much more now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And talking about allergies, it's so funny because I, I hear so often from my clients when they do get their panel back and, and they know, okay, I need to be staying away from almonds. I need to be staying away from gluten, whatever it is. There's a, a huge level of embarrassment right now about like, oh, like what's happening in 2019? Everybody's suddenly allergic to gluten. Everybody's suddenly allergic to dairy or whatever it is. And really the way I explain it to my clients is you're literally a part of an awakening. Like people, people were allergic to gluten and dairy three decades ago, but they weren't as in tune with their body to actually live it out. And so now as we're seeing more and more people deciding to not eat certain food groups, we should really be celebrating in that because people are coming back to actually understanding what their body is telling them to eat and to not eat. Yeah, it's so true. I don't know if you know this story too about me, but when I met my husband, we met on... It's called VeggieDate.com. I'm not promoting that site, but what I'm—that's like the the fluke accident of how we met each other was on this site. Like I didn't pay for membership; it was like a two week free trial, and he was taking down his because he just kept meeting like the wrong people, right? But we met over this two week span that I just had free access, and it was just such crazy timing. So that's another cosmic story we could get into later. But the point being is that at that time I was vegan and gluten free. Because at that time of my life, that was the most optimal way for me to eat in order to feel like my digestive system was not being invaded every single day. What was funny about it is that because you said that people are having the stigmatism of, of food choices sometimes when they go out to eat or even get invited into people's homes. Like I know that struggle hardcore because I had to be hardcore about protecting myself and what I ate as a, a vegan and gluten-free person at that time. When we would go to restaurants, my husband would say, I love that you're more of a pain in the ass than I am. <laughs> because he is a vegetarian on the East Coast and, back, and he's been one since 93. 
And so back then, you didn't even have as many options, especially here in like the the New New England area, the New York area at that time. There were pockets you could find like healthy vegetarian, very tasteful food, or or go more into like ethnic foods to find it. But the American diet really was... I, I like to call him a carbitarian because he's half Italian and Irish. So it's like bread and potatoes. Like He could eat all day long and that's really can be considered a vegetarian lifestyle, but it's more carbitarian than healthy. <laughs> so he... Anyway, we would go out to dinner and he would get so excited because I had to be so selective on what I put into my body. And I had to learn the language to talk to uh, through a waiter to the chef in the kitchen to make my food a certain way or I wouldn't even eat there. That's how militant I needed to be for my own self-care. And... Good on you for being able to do that for yourself. Because yeah. so many people, they know they would thrive so much more. They know that they wouldn't get sick nearly as often. They know that they would actually be able to have energy in the morning, but they're so scared about what people are going to think of them that they never actually do what they could do to prioritize themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. And 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 it's it's a it's a fault, I would say for nutritional value coming through marketing efforts is mainly how people learn what they think they should and should not eat. Like if you, especially here in the States, I don't know if Canada had the same thing where, I mean, here in the States, we, we, you know, we had this whole fat free, you know, um, epidemic where it was like all these labeling, the marketing would say what, what, what it was, but it was all processed, packaged, a lot more chemicals, a lot more substitute in the food. But that was the way everyone ate because marketing dictated it versus healthy, knowledgeable, what is nutrition? What should we be putting into our body? Which has now shifted. I mean, we're, we're somewhat on the other side, but I do think there's also a lot of extremists out there still trying to market to us. And it really impacts overall health because it gets so confusing on what should you do. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And, and we think that we can trust these companies, right? Like if they're branded as a healthy company, well, I should be able to eat anything that they have. In Canada right now, we have a huge ketogenic movement for right. anybody who wants to lose weight. Right. And, and I have to say the keto diet is like originally, let me think, I believe it was like, it was invented in 1986 by a specialist at the Mayo Clinic, actually. And he found that his clients who were greatly struggling with epilepsy, if they ate keto, they um, didn't have nearly as many seizures and they didn't have to be on medication. So that's where the ketogenic diet comes from. But he created it from a dairy-free standpoint, right? So today, we have this new fad ketogenic diet where... People are eating as much butter as they can, as much whipped cream as they can, as much bacon fat as they can. And people are branding their products for it, right? This is a keto diet and you turn around and the amount of preservatives in there, the amount of stuff that you would never put it in your body if you just saw it on its own, but people are eating it. And, And the sad thing is they are losing weight. And so in their minds, they're like, well, this is working. I'm losing weight. So I'm going to continue to buy these products that are labeled keto because I, I'm looking better in the mirror. And yet we, we are starting to have people who will lose 50, 80, 100 pounds 
and they will go get their blood work done after this weight loss. And we are looking at a far more terrifying blood panel than compared to prior to them losing the weight. And so that's that's like this scary movement we are seeing in Canada right now that that I think there will actually be some action on soon to to bring more awareness on what's actually up but but yeah it's it's really heartbreaking yeah and and it's also why there there needs to be more awareness on how best to take control of your health and learn what the best method is for you i totally believe in bio individuality like we each have um, our own reaction to what we put yeah. in our bodies and the environments we're in, based on the relationships we have, based on our mindset, you know, our spiritual practice. It all. Ha- that's why we call it holistic health, because you have to think about the full picture in in order to really have the the best body for the phase in life that you're in, the best health for the phase of life that you're in. Because it also changes as we age. As women, we have our lovely endocrine system that likes to screw with us every now and again. And, it, and it's a matter of figuring out who to trust to help you get the knowledge you need in order to align the best practices for you. And I love that that's the work you're doing. Because it's so needed, Terry, and I know you're doing it at such an amazing scale. And I would love to to kind of switch into as you started to build your business around this. What did that feel like to actually build a health based practice and grow the business that you have today? Yeah, at first I was not very popular in the health coach arena because. People knew that I was spending majority of my session diving into people's life, diving into how they got where they were in the first place. And so there were definitely these little rumors circling around that I would hear once in a while, like, oh, that super woo-woo health coach. And at this time, I was not a holistic health coach. Like I didn't even know what holistic meant. I just knew what had worked for me and therefore what I was teaching my clients and, and how they were getting phenomenal results. And I would see them a year later and they were still walking in those results compared to some of my coworkers who the results were either very temporary or they could never get them in the first place. And so, and so at first I was definitely known as like the woo-woo health coach in the city. But then as, as I just honestly listened to my own intuition and listened to what I was telling myself, I at, at the age of 22, I had the guts to start my own practice, uh, to go back to school part-time. So I would work, I would work a 40-hour week working with clients, and then I would study on my evenings and weekends because I wanted to, I just I wanted to transform people's lives as best I could and as permanently. And my goal was never that someone would be paying me hourly weekly for the rest of their lives. My goal was that if I work with you for six months, for a year, that your life is forever changed. And so there were tons of difficulties, obviously working in the medical arena as a female. It it, it can be really hard to be seen as an authority. I was incredibly young when I was just starting. I'm still super young. And so sometimes I have to raise my voice a lot higher than some other people but what kept on coming through again and again and again was the transformations my clients would have. And, and obviously, when we think health transformations, we think external, right? I think we're probably all imagining weight loss right now. But the truth was, it was also 
hugely internal. You would see clients come work with me and they were really angry, non-patient, hating their job people. And a year later, they had walked away from their job, started their own business, and they were happy. Like it was their transformation was incredible. And so that really spoke for itself in the community. And 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 now I I feel like I have the freedom to just absolutely do what I love and, and clients just come because results always follow. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it and it's afforded you such an amazing life. Uh, both you and your husband are both entrepreneurs both following your dreams, able to create businesses that speak to your lifestyle and show people the way. You know, you lead by example, which which is commendable and also very inspiring and I that's the why I wanted our listeners to hear is that you know, when you're in a health-focused business, uh, spiritual practice even or, you know, alternative service that you're trying to offer, there is always a way to build it um, to sustain your life, the lifestyle you want when you come from an authentic stance, just like Terry has. You know, like there isn't a magic bullet by any means or one method to do it. But what I love about your life and the way you lead it, Terry, is that you are always stepping into what's true to you. And offering from a, a heart service space, which you know I'm all about, and leaning into your values, you know, of the business you want to have, and even when there's conflict, you'll you'll know that if you stand in your truth, you're gonna move through it gracefully. Yes, yeah, and I totally had tears while you were saying that because I'm I'm so grateful for the life that we get to live, and and you're exactly right. It is a hundred percent. Because I care so insanely much about every woman that drops into my DMs, every new client, every client that has been around for several months. Like I care so deeply. And I would even encourage your listeners. I think so many people have been have been ripped off in the health arena. They've hired a personal trainer and they end up injured. They've hired a health coach and they find out that the health coach didn't have good intentions or whatever it is. But I would encourage you when you're going to seek a practitioner or a health coach or a doctor, whatever it is, tap into your intuition. Do you have a ton of anxiety when you're signing up with them? Do you feel peace? Do you feel excited? Do you feel like there's actually hope? Or is there a part of you that's like, oh, something doesn't feel right? Then listen to that. Because you'll be able to feel it when someone truly cares. It is a completely different feeling than when somebody just wants the money that you're about to put down. Yeah, I love that. You have to qualify them as practitioners or as service providers just as much as they you know, should be qualifying you as a client. Yes. Like it needs oh to be. It needs to be an exchange. Like I, I realized that because I, you know, I went through a few years of fertility treatments that were not successful, and it felt so invasive to me. And I didn't feel right going through that process because I am more holistic and natural, and felt like it was very much like I was forcing myself for my body to produce something that wasn't natural and we're told as women too that it's like oh you know you're and i was the woman too that was always oh you have such childbearing hips 
you know? <laughs> yeah, so being, being able to like birth my own children, I thought would be easy once I decided. But on the other hand, I also was told like, don't get pregnant until you're married, you know? And I, I didn't get married until I was 35 and had birth control years. Like my whole system was all sorts of jacked up, but it didn't happen naturally. And I went through four years of um, different treatments of trying. And I was so... Once the last miscarriage happened, I was so turned off by anybody touching me or any sort of medical practitioner coming near me that it really took me a long time to actually re-engage with... You know, Western medicine to me is a diagnostic medicine. Like I like to know the data. So I'll go for the blood work and I'll go get the exams. But then yeah. I try to figure out how can I manage it holistically unless I absolutely need a pharmaceutical because it's something that is the only way it will cure whatever I've got going on. The And that's just my belief. I'm not preaching anything for anyone else, but that's just where I stand for my own health. The um, But it really is what you just said about making sure uh, you, you are in t- your time tapping into your intuition on whether or not the practitioners are right for you, whether or not that service is right for you. I've had to walk out of offices and I've had to, you know, just like if if my body is not reacting well to being in a space that's supposed to be for healing, then it's not the right space for me to be in. No matter what level of pain I am in, I know there's another practitioner out there that's aligned with me. (laughs) And it's a really interesting journey because I have moved around so much. So obviously, then I have to get a whole new set of healers and and doctors and practitioners to work with. Um, But it's, it's a true consciousness you need to have in order to have that care that you deserve. Yes. Oh my goodness. And here again, we have another... Similarity. I've actually gone through two miscarriages, and so and so. I totally know. We we literally. It, w- it was about a year ago when the, our last miscarriage happened, and so that that world, the pressure of what what the right thing is to do, and and we also we felt after the second miscarriage, we knew all of our options, and we both just felt like no, we actually are going to step back not even try according to this world. And we just, we just know that if it's meant to happen, it will happen. Yeah. Like this is so interesting that we're talking about this because just this morning I was, I was chatting with a client about how um, she felt so uncomfortable in her doctor's office. And I asked her what the resistance was of just, of just leaving or just not returning to that doctor and and she said, well, he has over 10 years of education. Mm-hmm. Who am I, a stay-at-home mom, to speak up and, and say this doesn't feel right? And I challenged her because you're the one living in your body. There is no way that a degree or five degrees can can speak louder than what you feel your body saying. Like that is the that should be the end all be all like if your body is screaming no if you have anxiety if you feel sweaty when you're sitting in that room when he's writing that prescription listen to that you're so much more brilliant than than you think and 10 years of education can't even can't compare um and that's not what our world tells us right so it takes a long time to redo our thinking in that area but but we need people to really start standing up for themselves and their bodies. 
Yeah. And knowing that they have options and choices. And yes, there are experts in the room for what they have focused on. They might not be the right expert for you at this time. Yeah. You know, like or for the thing you're feeling, you know? So yes. to ask yourself, who else? Like, who else should I talk to? Or uh, what else do I need to know? It's so important to make sure you're caring for yourself in the most empowered way. And we're so fortunate now. We live in first world country, right? Like where we have the most access to care if you want to find it in many versions, many alternative ways. It doesn't have to be just one method, one way. It's a choice whether or not you want to research for more and, and find it for yourself, you know, to find that alignment. Yes. So I, know, I know folks listening want to connect with you because you've given so much great information and shared awesome awesomeness of your heart of service. How would you like people to connect with you as they have questions as women? It's mainly you work with women, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So as the women listeners or female listeners or men who have females in their life that would like to connect with more of a holistic practitioner and have someone that really knows how to help them individually, how would you like them to connect with you? So I pretty much live on Instagram. I love Instagram stories because I can just bring you guys into my holistic life and what I do. So go check me out on Instagram. I'm the real Terry Lynn on there. And then the other great resource for you guys next week, actually, this is perfect timing. We have a free goodies library that's being released on my website. So what I've done is I've taken all the freebies I have ever given out. So menu plans, shopping lists, recipes, seven-day detox, 14-day body reboot. We have a 30-day transformation on there. And and we put it in one area of the website. It's going to be password protected. So all you need to do is subscribe to my emails and you'll get that password sent to you and you'll have access to all of this free amazingness. So it's Terry, T-E-R-R-I-L-Y-N-N dot life. So yes, you got it. And then there'll be the freebie section for them to enroll on your list and have access. That's so generous. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with our my listeners. Like I know they're going to take advantage and get so... The, just the benefits are, are endless. And you definitely have to follow Terry Lynn on Instagram only because she is highly entertaining. And she has so many cool things that that she just discovers that I never have seen before. And I love like learning what's the latest and the greatest. So definitely make sure you follow her on Instagram as well. I want to thank you so much for sharing a portion of you. We could talk for hours and hours and I'm sure we will um, have another segment here shortly. So as you're listening, if you have questions or if even you know something sparked an aha moment for you, please post a review or shoot me a message snap a picture of this episode and tag us on Insta um, because we will respond. And we want... And if, if you'd like Terry Lynn to come on again and kind of focus on an area of health or focus on an area of mindset, whatever is going on or want to learn more, I'm happy to bring her back on. Just let us know what topic you'd like us to discuss. And as we close out today's show, I first want to thank you for all your greatness. And then I love to ask this final question. How do you define what a badass is? A badass is living to your fullest potential no matter what cards you've been dealt in life. I love it, girl. Thank you so much for joining me today. 
Thank you so much for having me on. I feel so special that I got to hear more of your story and that I got to just connect with your audience. (laughs) Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.